This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. The baby, the rapper, sends yeah. in the hardcore Christian church. Yeah. Nobody's really going to say much. Yeah. But when you have people who are in the LGBTQ community who supports his music, that pays for his bills, keeps his lights on, and he goes and says something like that, people are going to feel a certain way. Yeah, I feel that, bro. I feel it. It's um, it was, man. Uh, yeah, I guess it, it it doesn't like really qualify with this one. This one's this one's definitely a, a specific thing. Which, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like his his main thing that he said was so specific, bro. It's just like, why would you say those? In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to an episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Hold on, I left my drink on the goddamn table. Mm. Did that. We got a special guest in the house, reoccurring guest, the man himself, Chris Sosa. Yo, yo, what up? What up? Stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Man be cheating on his lady. <laughs> Yo, people still give you shit about that, huh? Oh man, yeah, man. Oh, that's uh, that's that is that is a great intro, bro. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> but they don't know the full story. They don't you, know that. I, I still, it's still in my back pocket, bro. Still in my back pocket. The full story is nuts. It. You guys won't hear it today, but one day he'll let yeah, you know. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll bring it out, man. But uh, thank you, bro. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I'm glad I'm back, bro. Glad I'm back, and uh, it's good to be here having you fuck with me, bro. Look at this. <laughs> Like fuck! <laughs> Look at this grown ass man. He has a business now. If you're out in the Houston area, you got to hit up Creative Space Houston. I even know the whole business name and everything. Hell yeah, bro, yeah. my man. We had this whole conversation back in the day about him wanting to kind of like build a business, and you know it always starts with a small conversation, and then you're one of the few people that actually follow through. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. One hundred percent, bro. Just like cheating, bro. I commit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) I may not commit to my relationships, but to infidelity. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. That's, oh, man, bad joke. Guys, that was three years ago, man. My bad. Damn, has it been three years? Yeah, bro. Holy shit. It's been a minute, bro. Damn, I've known you for that long now? Dude, I've, uh, I've been, yeah. I mean, I can't, yeah, I've been single for like two, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, bro. Hell yeah, man. Um, but I'm oh, sorry, like I'm I'm cutting the whole the whole groove. They're like, I don't know if they they should like me, they should hate me. Nah, they, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the audience they, is just like, I don't know how I feel about this guy. Nah, you're fucking human, man. Shit yeah. happens. Yeah, man. But uh, uh, thank you, bro. Thanks for 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 the love on that, bro. It's uh, it's insane. I have uh, I have a, a a studio. I have a production studio. What made you pull the trigger on it, bro? I'm um, you know. Oh man, I'm about to put y'all on the spot, man. But I'm super like inspired by you guys. You know what I mean? Like by Genius Brain, by uh, Just Kidding Films, um, Kev on stage. Like I'm really inspired by the people who you know take you know they pave their own way. You know what I mean? They make their own path, and that's really how I am. So I'm like, 
uh, I'm in Houston and uh, it was supposed to be just temporary. Right. So um, I'm still, you know, I'm still making the money that I'm making out here in L.A. And I was uh, just spending money on, a, on an apartment that just for nothing is a pandemic. You know what I mean? So I'm just like I, my really my ego and pride was just like, I'm, I'm good. I'm still I can still afford it. I'm still out mm-hmm. here. Pandemic ain't gonna stop me. Yeah. You know, like I'm really just like my ego is just keeping me here. Um, I was uh, I went to go visit Houston um, and I was with my brother and, you know, I was getting work done and I was working remotely. And my brother was like, wait, so you can work from anywhere? I said, yeah. And he's like, and you're making how much? I'm making this much. And he's like, and your rent is how much? It's that much. And he said, uh, bro, like, what do you move back? Move back, bro. Like, just just uh, like use that money. Like, you can stay here. You don't have to pay no rent. And like, whenever the whenever everything opens back up, you can go back. And so that was the initial plan. You know, you know what's interesting too, because all the comedy clubs are starting to open up in your area. Yeah, bro. So everything kind of just worked out, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. Cheating was the best thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, she's gonna listen to this. This motherfucker didn't learn shit. Oh, man. If you a committed man oh, out there, bro. just put your dick Damn. in some other vagina and Listen, it'll open up your life. It will get you into places that <laughs> <laughs> that maybe it's a, maybe it I feels- went to a place I shouldn't have been, and now it's got me into places that I need to be. Yeah, I'm in the happiest place that I could be. <laughs> oh my god, this is man, good. you go to hell, okay. bro. Oh, my- <laughs> You go to hell, dude. Hey, hey bro, I wear jackets during the summer, bro. Come I know, on, dude. Dogs. I don't know how you're wearing that outfit right now. It's fucking 100 degrees today. Too cool to be hot, bro. <laughs> um, so, look. Um, so, yeah, man. I, I was out there, and then uh, I was in Texas. And, it, like I said, it was supposed to be temporary. And then uh, after, like, my first month out there, all of August, I was really just, like, kicking back. I'm back with family. I'm gaining weight. I'm hanging out with old childhood friends. And, you know, just just, like... Super complacent, not really doing shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And um, I didn't like that. I, I I recognized it. I was like, oh shit, I'm uh, I'm I'm slacking. You know what I mean? And as it is in L.A., like you in L.A., you got to figure it out pretty much every day. You know yeah. what I mean? And I've had that feeling. I've worked that muscle for seven years out here. I love like just grinding. You know what I mean? Like um and and figuring out how to make my own money and figuring out how to move and and uh, different projects to be a part of. So um. I I saw this building that it just said lease on it, and I wanted to call just just to see. I was like, let me just I want to see what the numbers are like. You know what I mean? Like I talked to you about it. You know what I mean? And um, what it was when you had your studio, and um, same with Just Kidding Films. Just like really peeping, like okay, I know that it's possible. Obviously, you know what I mean. So I was just called it up, and and the numbers, like I was like, wait, that's less than what I was paying for my apartment in Houston. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, in L.A. And, uh, and you know, as far as like overhead and expenses and stuff that I would like have to do after the build out, it came out to be like around the same number that I was paying for rent. So I was like, yo, like if I can, I can do that in LA, I'll do it here in Houston and it'll end up paying for itself eventually, like in the long run. Yeah. But I have the money to be able to afford it. You know, like worst case, you know, I don't get, I don't get business first couple months, whatever. I still just, you know, I can afford it. You yeah. Know? And just, and that, that's my, it's my creative space, bro. It's pretty much the any any creatives like dream to have your own space, your own little world, you know, to be able to create, and that's. I mean, it's I a pretty like scary risk when when people think about like opening up a business. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things where you you get scared. It's yeah. it's, it's kind of scary. It's yeah, frightening, right? Because you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Damn, it's uh <laughs> yeah, and and really, it's really like 
you know, my family too, that add more uh, of the anxiety to it of like, you know, where's your business plan or what do you, okay, so what about this? And what about that? And do you have a plan for this? And do you, you know, all these things. And, and my thing was, um, I'm just going off of experience and, um, really that's it. My, my main experience, like mainly experience in production, experience in creating content and, um, in experience in uh, freelance work, like being able to make money, um, on my own. And that's with, with those three things, I'm like, I can do it. And I've, I haven't, um, like with the momentum that's going right now, it's only been open for a little bit over a month and I already have two bookings and I had, uh, you know, a, a week worth of production, you know, going on in my studio, which looked super dope, man. It was super tight to have. It, it. feels good, huh? Yeah, bro. Like, and, and people are complimenting it. People are, um, you know, at my grand opening, bro, like was the greatest like feeling. It was so tight, bro. The, the 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 red ribbon was like made out of rubber or something because it, it didn't go <laughs> yo the, the the first cut didn't happen I was like damn it I had to kind of like I was yeah. really kind of hitting it but you know we got away with it it was all it was all love and people you know were walking in they had their cell phones and like really like kind of like in a museum bro you know what I'm saying and um I have a whole wall <laughs> that has posters of me. <laughs> and um you, you know narcissistic fuck yeah bro <laughs> just, it's super it's all just pictures of yourself literally bro just different like iconic moments that like you know that and then they're you know good quality photos and stuff but you know at first the idea was I, of course i wanted to have displays right there but i was like you know all right what legends you know icons am i gonna put on here stuff like that and yeah, it's like I'm the legend. Fuck it. <laughs> I was like, I inspire myself, bro. Like, and honestly, genuinely, I truly believe in myself, bro. So that's I, I really have no, you know, I already had a, a a little joke, you know, from somebody who actually booked it. You know, they mm-hmm. they, they rented the the place, and I know we're we're friends from 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 way back. But she was like, "You like yourself, huh?" And I said, "A little bit, a little yeah. bit, you know." But it's all love, man. You mm-hmm. don't love yourself, you ain't gonna love anything. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm with it, bro. You're old as fuck now, bro. You got a business and shit. You got things to worry about. I do. What it's, the fuck? It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, bro, you guys have like 10 businesses, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, I'm ancient, though, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around. This is land before time shit, dude. I've been around now. I mean, I started opening up businesses because it was... It's not a fail-safe plan, right? It's not like to say that if this whole entertainment thing doesn't work out. It's more like... I don't want to have to keep working for a paycheck all the time Mm. because sometimes it gets really exhausting, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you just want to create just to fucking create. And when when you end up creating for a paycheck all the time, you kind of lose yourself in that, right? You don't don't really get these options to do what you want because Mm -hmm. you have to do what they tell you to do. That's what auditioning is like. You're going in for a role that's, albeit sometimes you don't really fuck with. That's, right. Yeah. Yeah, man. But it's like, hey, I need to be on a show. I need to go ahead and build my resume. Well, yeah. what happens when that's like ninety eight percent of the shit that you do now, and only two percent of your life is doing stuff that you really care about? That's <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. Like, I really can't roll like that, man. Like, I I've gone through the 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 agent stage. I've gone through the audition stage. Probably not as much as like I should, you know, uh, to be able to say like I I really did that. But I mean, I have. I've experienced it. I know. I know what it's like. And, you know, nobody takes rejection well. I don't take rejection well. And not in a way of like, I don't complain about it. I'm just really good about, I'll just, I'll just make my own. I'll just make, I'll make my own piece of content. Mm -hmm. I'll be the characters that I want to be. And I'll do it in the space that I want to do it. And I edit, I do, I do everything for it. You know, that's my, that's my production company. It's I do it all production. 
LLC, you know? Yeah. Bis- LLC. LLC. You know what I'm saying? Long, long cock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this motherfucker, dude. We got a big dick. Got pictures of himself and he cheats. A, oh this motherfucker God. is a piece of shit. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah but bro. that's, it's, it's interesting though, but a, a lot of people don't, don't have that. Um, I think it's, it's like my greatest example is uh, the critiques from the Olympics. Everybody is that person. <laughs> Where they look at somebody at the Olympics, right? right. They sit around that you guys look just like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We sit on the couch going like, "Look at that landing, terrible." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, right. who, the, who the fuck are you, yeah, guy? Bro. You know. But everybody's a fucking critic, yeah. and a lot of the times it's easier just to sit down and judge what somebody else does than really go and do it for yourself. Yeah, because it's fucking scary. Yeah. You got you got to take those risks, right? And and it's it's for those people who don't take failure really well too, mm-hmm. right? I, I think a lot of people who kind of I, like I have a relative who failure is something that he didn't really experience until later on in his life is because he was coddled for a majority of it. Mom and dad would always come through and say, "Hey, like you're the best. You're super smart. You can do anything that you want." And generally, when he hit something or he did something, he always achieved it. Well, later on, I found out that life got a little tough. Right? He uh, dropped out of college. And he took that super hard, mm-hmm. ashamed, lied to every about everybody about his schooling, said that he was still in school, uh, he was still killing it or whatever. The guy dropped out, didn't tell anybody. And the, 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 the disappointing part about that too was that none of us would have ever judged him for dropping out or not doing well. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that he did that and he pretended like he was in school for two years. <laughs> you Heck, know? Yeah. And I'm like, you have any idea how fucking stressful that is for you yeah. to sit here and lie for two years, pretending like you're in school? Don't hey, do it, bro. It's like this fool would like <clears throat> pretend to go to the library. He's like, I'm studying. And he would sit in the library <laughs> and do nothing. Oh, for- bro. He <laughs> would actually do the he's actually going about his life, but not doing it. <laughs> it's like, bro, maybe you should be the actor in the family because you yeah. are a method actor to the max. Damn. Like I'm talking, dude, there was a dude in college. That I knew that also did this as well when I was in Riverside. So he did (laughs) This motherfucker would play ball all the time. Mm -hmm. Like all the time. And I knew he wasn't like we we got a little suspicious. So we actually just followed him around one day to see what he's doing. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I got to hit this midterm. And then he would like get up in his little school backpack, put books and shit in it and whatever. And then we would follow him and he goes into the basketball gym. I'm like, I thought he had a midterm. Yeah. So this fool dropped out of Riverside for a whole year, but he was living with us in, in the apartment for a year, but he didn't go to the school because he was, he was already kicked out after the first year because he was on academic probation, but he did the whole get up, <laughs> get up. He would put on his fucking little school shirt or whatever. Yeah. He's in college, by the way, <laughs> yeah. put his backpack on. Hey guys, I'm studying today. Like he would That's say it out crazy. loud. Yeah. <laughs> Man, midterm's going to be tough this week. Yeah. <laughs> he would walk out like, I'm like, why is he announcing this stuff? Yeah. This seems so fake. Turns out the guy was kicked out after the first year and he was just going out every day during the times that he was supposed to be in class playing basketball at the gym. I can't imagine, bro, like that. You have to be a sociopath. To yeah, like bro, to really like go like through that and and have to stick with that lie for so long, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, uh, <laughs> is this the whole episode going to be about my cheating? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like oh my god, it's like sorry, cheating on a woman. Okay, but no, I'm saying, um, man, it's a, uh, it just, just like, it, it's very liberating, bro, to just like, just be, like, true to yourself. You know, what I'm saying, like, that's what I really learned, like, in this whole pandemic, uh, uh, and everything that I've, I've achieved and gotten out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, at first, I was kind of like, 
you know, real hard on myself as, you know, as we all are, you know, as far as like creatives and stuff. So I, um, I forget to step back and look at like what I've done, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm so focused on like tomorrow or like what's, what's, what I have to get done. It's all these things, but, um, just being able to like, you know, move the way I want to move and like, and be the person that I want to be and be happy with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't imagine like sticking in that, in that, uh, that, that life and trying to be something that I'm not like saying all that to say that I'm gay. <laughs> Guys, that, that'd be fine. Oh shit! He wasn't cheating. Yeah. <laughs> he was just being himself. He was finding himself yeah. inside a penis. Yeah. <laughs> That's just fucking crazy, yeah, bro. This podcast is brought to you by Candid. Why are your teeth the way they are right now? Do you hate the fact that your teeth look like they're throwing up gang signs? Do they look like Plymouth Rock? Maybe it looks like you threw thirty Tic Tacs in your damn mouth and you super glued them to your freaking gums. Well, no more, my friends, because we are talking about Candid. While poorly reviewed or insanely priced clear aligner companies use general dentists, Candid only works with orthodontists, my friends. Your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. You can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you, or you could even do it from the comfort and convenience of your own home. Candid can help you get the straighter, brighter smile you've always wanted. Right now, you can save $75 on your Candid starter kit when you get started from home. Or you can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you today. Go to CandidCO.com slash brain and use code brain. That's CandidCO.com slash brain, code brain. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. That's CandidCO.com slash brain, code brain. That's no, but it's hard. Like when I when I do like Instagram lives or something, everybody always asks, "Is like how do I find myself?" It's like that's a that's a process and journey that we're we're gonna go through for the rest of our lives. Yeah, one of the biggest mistakes that I think a lot of young people think they think that you're gonna figure out what you are, and then that's who you're gonna be for the rest of your life. That shit yeah. changes. Yeah, that script flips fast oh, all the bro. time man i was supposed to be a gap underwear model <laughs> many years ago hey man you and, still can be bro listen man you still can i be, like burritos bro. and hamburgers way too much it's just not gonna fucking happen <laughs> i've given up i ate 17 pounds of indian food just two hours ago like <laughs> i've given up it's not gonna happen but like people people think that their idea of who they are is like set in stone. Like sometimes like people will look at like, oh, you're so successful. How'd you figure out what you're going to be for the rest of your life? I don't know if this is what I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Right. As of right, I've done everything that I wanted to do. I wanted to create a film. I want to do this, open up a business. Tomorrow, I don't know. I might be making ceramics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like here's That's a great- uh, What's his name? Um, uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, he's just doing whatever. Ceramics. Exactly. Some yeah. weird shit. Mm-hmm. Here's something else too. Like I started taking boxing really seriously, right? Yep. Turns yep. out I hate that shit. Which but- I would, bro, I look- <laughs> Bro, I really want to beat the shit out of you, bro. <laughs> you can't. You're, you're getting really good at it. And I'm like, oh. Let me tell you something, You're though. getting cocky a little bit. I'm like, you know what? Hey, Chris, let me tell you something. <laughs> I ain't about that life. <laughs> I found out real fast. Hey, bro, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> like, I'm good. One round. Second round, your boy gassed. Is it? Yeah, All yeah. All I got. And yeah. it's, it's weird because I wanted to see what it's like. Right. Like if I wanted to be a boxer, I wanted to take this seriously. Even if I just take one lesson, I want to see the the training regimen of what it takes in like an hour or two hour session. Right. Let me tell you something. It sucks so 
fucking bad. Yeah, I man. hate it. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Yeah. And I'm sitting here after I'm done. I go back. I go to my car. I turn on the AC. I take a three hour nap. <laughs> and then I leave leave yeah. the parking lot. And yeah. I'm like, why the fuck? Who? Why would somebody do this for a living? Like, this man. is so hard. Yeah, bro. It's that, that discipline, bro. That shit uh, you Mike Tyson to, talk about. You, you have know? to want it. You have to want it to put your body through that type of shit. Yeah, bro. To get punched in the face, to be heaving. And the thing is, too, when, when you train boxing, it never gets easier. It's hard yeah. every yeah. fucking time. Yeah. And then you learn something new. Because if you're in shape, then that's a bad thing. Because now we have to now we have to extend. You have to go further. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's you just, it never gets easy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I assumed that it was going to get easier. Yeah. It just never did. So I'm like, oh, I could tell I'm not about that life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is not I mean, for you know, me. It all just depends on what your goal is because it can it can be easy as far as like training recreationally. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you're you're really pushing. You're with people who are, who push you as well. You know what I mean? Shout out to Nick and your other trainers and stuff. They don't push you, bro. You know what I'm saying? And so, and we, but the thing about me, us and Nick, we fuck around. We having fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But when somebody <clears throat> is like a coach that like wants something out of you, mm-hmm. there's no fun. I'm like trying to I'm like trying to do stand up, like, yeah. trying to distract him and shit. It was like, hey, two guys walking to a bar. He's like, shut the fuck up, three, yeah. two, one. I'm like, oh, fuck, this guy doesn't give a fuck about me. Yeah, bro. Damn, man. Yeah, man. But I mean, it's, I I love it. I I still. I mean, actually, since I've been back home, I've have I've like worked out as far as like you know going out for runs and stuff like that, or stuff I can do like at, at the crib. But I haven't hit the uh, the boxing gyms the gyms yet. You know, I don't know because. A part of me feels like I'm going to get that bug again and I'm going to be wanting to be in it. Like, bro, like that that old school like video that I yeah, put yeah, up, yeah, that, yeah. that home video. It actually like had me in, it, like teared up when I was watching the real like all the whole fight. You know what I mean? I'm uh-huh. back in it. And um, uh, for those who don't know, like I have it on my on my IG page on IGTV, but I have uh, some old school like home videos of me boxing back in 02. And it's like so serious bro no there's no games you know the way my dad's in my corner and talking to me and like you know i remember those fights too and um you know getting robbed that first fight and then coming back to to win that second fight but that that world man of of being uh in in boxing and uh so it's just i just i was just like looking at little chris like man bro like you're really in there fighting bro like it, it seems like i was fighting for my life when the yeah, bell yeah. when the bell rings and I'm just in there and really bro we're we're eight we're nine or ten whatever you know just throwing just going at it but just like I remembered you know that's what got me kind of teary eyed because I was just like oh my god bro like when they said my name when they when they when I when I lost and how I was looking at my dad like bro like I thought I thought we won this you know mm-hmm. but I was really trying to look at my dad for the answers and my dad even told me he was like son I. I he was like, I was watching that, and that kind of messed me up when I saw you look at me because he was like, I remembered what it what it was like yeah. when that happened. You know, I was looking at my my son where I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like this is that's that's how it goes, you yeah. know. And uh, and and we came back, and then that's how you know when he he picked me up, and you know I kind of got a little scared when he when he hopped in the ring. I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. He you know picked me up and stuff, and it was like a fucking you know. Uh, uh, the classic movie or something, yeah, like that. Yeah. and then I put the dramatic, you know, music in the back. I thought that was a nice little touch, just to be, you know, silly. But it was cool, man. Uh, um, that's 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 just a, a a passion, bro, and just having that discipline, you know. You're- that that lifestyle is so fucking hard, man. Like yeah. I think for me, once I hit my third session, yeah, and it was literally the night before, 
And the first thing I thought was like, do I have like tuberculosis? Do I have AIDS? Do I have some form of cancer that I could tell my coach that I can't come in this yeah, morning? Yeah. And I was like, damn, I'm really, I'm looking for every excuse not to come in. Yeah, but then, bro. you know, the other part of me is like, I already paid for 10 sessions. So the Asian side of me is like, you already paid. You guys get your money's worth. <laughs> but <laughs> I wanted to, uh, I wanted to fuck with you, man. I, I, and that's why like I, when I have specific jokes with you, I have to DM you, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I don't know how to gauge it, you know? I mean, obviously, they, you know, they probably know me from the podcast and stuff yeah. like that. But, you know, you know how it is, bro. So, I, I, but I wanted to fuck with you, bro, because I knew that the boxing, you're getting you're getting in shape, man, bro. Like, you know, you look good. The, the boxing, like, you really like your form and everything is looking nice. And then it was also during the time where, you know, uh, which is obviously nothing to joke about, but, you know, the Asian hate and yeah, all that yeah, yeah. stuff going on. And you're going in. Right, like you, you beat whoever. I'm like, what's up? You go in, whatever. I swear to hit you up, like, bro, I will fuck you up, bro. Fuck you. Bro. And I would have been like, yeah, you probably would. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, probably, <laughs> most likely, yes. Oh, uh, but I couldn't. I just, I wanted to make my own video, like, and just, and just and just tag you, like, just call you out. Like, I wanted to like call you out. I was just been like, saying? you right, period. <laughs> and then it just would have ended. <laughs> it's like probably. Oh man, but that's our own. That's our own humor. You know, man. Like yeah. boxing is so weird too, because it's like there's just so much things to do. Mm-hmm. in a short period of time that yeah. you can't not do like yeah. you always have to move your head head movement you got to yeah. be aware yeah. your foot placement like you know mm-hmm. what i mean your foot where everything has to be on point yeah and then you also have to do that when you're fucking exhausted because everybody looks amazing in the first 30 seconds like yeah. you look good you're fucking weaving you're slipping yeah, you're moving yeah, yeah. and then suddenly you get a little tired then your head stays still <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, i'm gonna keep it right here. yeah i'm gonna keep it right here when he comes in i'm gonna just hit him with that check hook <laughs> But really what's happening, I get my face jacked up. Yeah. I'm going to hit him with my face. I'm going to hit my face. I'm going to hit his glove yeah. with my face. And I be talking mad shit like this. How, how your fist feel on my face, bro? Yeah, yeah I bet your fist hurts a lot, bitch. Yeah, bro. I'm bleeding out the side of my mouth. Bro, it's hard, man. Yeah, man. And I'm also at the weight right now that I would never compete at. Like, I would compete probably... I would drop like another 30 pounds. Isn't that crazy, bro? Yeah. Like that that fight with, with Pat, bro. I weighed in at 159. Mayweather goes in at 147. I know. <laughs> like what? You know what I'm saying? Like Canelo's at 147, bro. Like, and what? they're jacked. Yeah, bro, jacked. Yeah. It's just, it's just. I mean, that's just how no body, no uh, body fat. Because you, you know, know what a boxer looks like when they're 215 pounds? They don't look like this. No. <laughs> you know? They they look six foot four, jacked out of their fucking mind. Like, that's what they look like. I, I would have to drop like another 30 or 40 pounds. And honestly, I probably could be there and still be happy. Like yeah. 215, I would have to be dieseled up. How do you feel about this, um, about the, um, the celebrity boxing, like, thing that's going on like it's actually I mean, they got picking the, up the tyron woodley and jake paul thing it's about to happen right yes you know the, the funny thing is is also logan paul is going to box anderson silva and, and so anderson silva is a legendary mma fighter right but he's mm. 46 years old mm-hmm. uh retired with a huge losing streak on his record right gotcha. but he was the longest reigning like middleweight champ in the ufc Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was, I think the streak was like nine or 10 years. Okay. And nobody could fucking beat him. Yeah. And then age and time got him. Yeah. But he just fought uh, Julio Chavez Jr. Okay. And he beat his ass. <laughs> like, okay. He beat his ass. Yeah, yeah. Like fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, because Anderson Silva, what people don't know, he actually does have a boxing background. He started in boxing first. Okay. And he, he was an amazing striker in MMA, but nobody's actually seen Anderson Silva just uses hands. Yeah. If you look up online right now, you'll see uh, Freddie Roach actually cornering Anderson Silva. Uh, I think it was in wild card. 
Oh, dope. And you see Freddie Roach coaching him, and you see Anderson Silva just beating the shit out of a pro boxer. And yeah. this is like when Anderson Silva was like 39 or 40. He's yeah. like 46 now. Right. So he's going to fight Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, Logan Paul's going to be in for a rude, rude awakening. Yeah, bro. Because you, you, you just have to understand that fucking um, Anderson Silva just boxed somebody who just boxed, not like a couple years ago, just boxed Canelo. And it was yeah. pretty competitive. Yeah. So, and he beat his ass. So you I know, just I just I don't like um like I I definitely think it's fun, bro. I think it's fun. I'm not the guy who's like they're messing up boxing and they're ruining the the sport, they're disrespecting. No, 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 no. I think it's fun, bro. I think that I think that they definitely created a whole new lane. Um, that like celebrity boxing was a thing, but it wasn't really like you know you didn't really like really pay to to watch it, you know. Um, and, and but I I just with the Paul brothers. I I just I would hate for it to be like so much in the paperwork and so much in the the contracts and stuff like that that like excuse me they're really just like putting on a show and they have to win. You know what I'm saying? Cuz I just like, don't come on. Yeah. Like Mayweather, you know, the May, that's why I don't watch the Mayweather one. It's yeah. like what am I here to watch? I I guess we're here to watch that 1% chance that Logan Paul knocks out Floyd Mayweather, right? But really it's not going to happen. So Yeah. I didn't pay for it. Like, that's not something I care to watch. I got to see probability. Yeah. When I see, like, YouTubers box YouTubers, it's way more fun yeah. because the skill level is the same. Right, exactly. When you see somebody like, okay, so like Jake Paul too, right? He's obviously calling out people who aren't boxers, mm-hmm. right? And the only one that I've been interested in, I've never paid to watch a single Jake Paul boxing match. I only watched the aftermath. Yeah. The only one that I am going to watch now, though, is Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul. This one. This one makes yeah. sense. Because yeah. Tyron Woodley actually has hands yeah this is what he's known for right his boxing is actually pretty good right and because he's an mma fighter and he's he's like 40 what 40 years old Uh uh-huh it's more competitive yeah you know so i could see them going toe to toe yeah and i i I want the odds look really fun yeah i'm I'm excited for that one bro because i'm really like okay i don't think that he would do a whole like you know a fake fight situation like mayweather you know i mean like they and Mayweather, you know, he 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 let it be known too. He, he was just like, "Yo, I got paid for this fake fight." Like, yeah, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it call was, it a it heist. Was, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a check, you know what I'm saying? And and it made total sense. Um, this one, I I feel like nah, like it ain't. They're not. He's not at a Mayweather level to just want to just be like, "I'll do this fake fight." Nah, I think he's for real. Like, you know what's crazy too? Like, I don't think people realize how much bigger Logan Paul was. Mm. He was twice oh, Mayweather. So- I was like, holy shit. Oh. This looks this looks like a joke. Yeah, bro. You it know? looked like Rocky uh, uh three or what was it when he <laughs> fought the German? Yeah, yeah, bro. It looked like that. It was ridiculous. Huge. I'm bro. like, damn, the size difference is fucking nuts. Yeah, even with like him letting like with Mayweather letting him hit him, I'm like, bro, do, do those hurt? Because yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's a big guy, bro. He's just taking those blows. You know what I'm saying? But. I mean, shit. It's you know, people bro. were like, how come he didn't knock Logan Paul out? I was like, well, also, he has 100 pounds on him. Yeah. So it's going to take a little more to knock him out. Yeah. But a lot of those hits hit him hard. Yeah. You know, Mayweather he, hasn't knocked anybody out in a minute. You know what I mean? And also, Mayweather's like, what, 44 years old? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? But it was, it was, it's kind of crazy, too, when you look at his legacy, too. Like, people might say, like, that tarnishes Mayweather's legacy. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool to see somebody that old beat the shit out of somebody that young, twice his size. And mm-hmm. it's not like Logan Paul doesn't train boxing either. Yeah. You know, and he's not a 
terrible boxer for what he does, yeah. you know, for the level of training that he has. Yeah, no, yeah, they're 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 killing it, bro. Give yeah, him, give him credit, you know. What I'm yeah, for like sure. they, it's not like anybody's gonna walk up on in the middle of the street and yeah. knock out Logan Paul or Jake Paul. No, they'll, yeah. they'll light your ass up. They got it. <laughs> you know? They got it. I give it to them for sure. Yeah, yeah but yeah. they're big boys. They're strong. They're young. I think they're like twenty three and twenty four. They're fucking young. It's as crazy, shit. bro. They 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 definitely figured it out. Whatever that, whatever like scheme or this like- podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you haven't focused on your mental health, my friends, this year and this time is the time to start. Listen, we all been cooped up in tents, and honestly, we all know the importance of our mental health. So stop pushing your feelings and thoughts aside, man, and get the help you need. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You don't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, and you can message your counselor at any time while setting up weekly video or phone sessions. It's super convenient and more importantly, allows you to be in your own safe and comfortable environment. See, I've used BetterHelp and it was honestly an amazing experience and I still use and talk to my counselor till this day. So give it a try. You have nothing to lose and you have a whole bunch to gain. I love it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Genius Brain listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash genius. So visit B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash genius to get that 10% off and work on that mental health, baby blueprints that they got bro they they figured it out bro and it's uh it's would pretty... you do a, who would you want to box celebrity boxing oh bro um i i've always said i wanted to fight uh justin bieber because he was boxing with mayweather and he had he was like in the boxing game and you know i would for sure you like would beat his ass i saw a clip of that full boxing he sucks <laughs> i would get in the ring with justin bieber i would get in the ring with chris brown because he also said, you know, he also trains boxing and stuff like that. And, he, you know, he's shown he's posted videos of him doing the pads and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just, you know, and I'm a huge like Chris Brown fan. Like, you know, this guy's a legend. I just I just, you know, let me get that. You know, what you know I, mean? what like, I want you to box. I want you to box this one YouTuber name. Uh, I don't might be mispronouncing his name. His uh-huh. name is Adam something. Adam Saleh. A lot of uh, YouTubers. I think he's like a I, I think he's like. Is he the cat that he does? That his literally, his YouTube is like, uh, you know, his life and it's like, uh, it's, it's like relationship. And he's like, I, I only know about him because he was doing videos with that guy Yusef. Yusef also did celebrity boxing. Okay, but this guy Adam is an actual boxer. He's like you. He actually oh, has okay. an amateur record. Oh, the nice. boy has hands. Okay, so you two would actually match up really oh, fucking tight. well, and you guys are about the same size. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm with so it, bro. Adam fucking Chris called you a little pussy ass. Bitch. Yeah, come get this. And yeah, there you go. He says he's gonna beat your fucking ass. Good, I set it up. Ten <laughs> percent <laughs> commission happens. fee. <laughs> I want to see if it happens. We'll see what happens, bro. I mean, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all for it, man. I, I definitely, I have to have a big fight, bro. Like in my, in my career, bro. In my journey, I want to have a big fight, bro. Just because you know, obviously sanctioned in a ring, you know, the real deal. But yeah, hell yeah, bro. I've always wanted to do that since I was younger. I wanted to be a professional boxer, so it's like you better train, dude. Oh, bro, let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> you better Patrick, train, dude. <laughs> Pat, because I know, I know you're gonna hear this. All right, I think about that fight every night. <laughs> I haven't stopped thinking about that fight since I heard the decision. <laughs> I want you back so bad. <laughs> You better and train, he, motherfucker. Bro, this one came in looking fat as fuck. Oh. I was like, yo, put your shirt back on. <laughs> bro, there were people like, and I'm back in Houston, bro. And like, you know, they were like, yo, don't you got a fight coming up? <laughs> Straight up. Like, I'm like, I'm like two Michelas in. 
Don't you gotta fight? I'm like, I'll be good, bro. It's, <laughs> it's fun, bro. It's comics versus comics, bro. Yeah. It's fun. It's gonna be it's fun. You know that. Uh, not knowing Pat's in there, fucking going in, doing training, road work. Training, He's training, training, and 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 y'all's corner too, man. You know, and that actually made me feel pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, look at that. They they had a whole team, man, working their ass off against me. You know, and the, and the, and their and their strategy. You know, they're they're calling out codes and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was just in the corner, like my word, people are getting punched. <laughs> she saw my face. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, are you okay? Yeah. I was like, man, I'm nervous, dude. Yeah, man. I wanted it, bro. I wanted it, man. Gassed out. I, and I don't have any other excuse, bro. Just gassed Just out. Just a Taco Bell belly going into the shit. I was like, Straight what? Up. I was like, what were you doing in Houston? <laughs> Straight, that's what I'm saying, bro. I was, I was, I was fucking eating. You know what I'm saying? I was just eating, bro. Eating good. I'm with the family. So, <laughs> just you know your dad in the corner. He's just like, I don't know what to tell you, son. <laughs> Yo, for real. My, dad, like, tired, my dad was just like, yo, don't even be mad at that, yo. Like, it's, don't even be mad. It's all good. I'm like, I'm like for real pissed, bro. Yeah. Like, my dad's like, yo, like, this was fun. He was like, it's pretty cool. He was like, you just gassed out. It yeah, even, every, you you know, gotta, nobody, nobody was throwing hard ass yeah, haymakers. And it was know. just, it, it was like 70%. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. It was fun. I, I personally was nervous as fuck. Yeah. Yo, you know who was on that card that I didn't realize? You know the dude that beat the shit out of the other guy, Jamar Neighbors. Yeah, bro. And, and he was, was... On, and he was on Joe Rogan, and he oh, talked he? about it. Yeah. Well, I've I've seen I know of Jamar Neighbors. Yeah. I didn't know that was because he had a headgear on. Yeah, I was like, who is this man? Thug, yeah, beating bro. the shit bro. out of this guy. And I was I felt so bad, bro, because you know Jamar even said, "Shout out to Jamar, man." I, he's Funny been, as fuck. By he the way. actually, absolutely, he's also on um, you know the the roast battles like on on Comedy Central. It's like I think he co broke produced it you know That's tight. He, he was like one of the starters on that um and he was on joe rogan talked about how they even pulled up his fight i think um joe rogan and shit oh like they that. talked about the the, the comedy fight, the boxing com, match? The comic uh, versus comic fight hilarious yeah, yeah i thought that was like super tight um and uh who he, who did whose ass did he fuck up man i forgot the guy's name man bobrecito guy he was just ah rest in peace man yeah rest in peace to his ribs um, uh, Jamar literally was like, man, honestly, I was going to take it light, but he posted like the day before saying like, uh, he put like on the caption, which you can just like, honestly, bro, it's a caption. I feel like he just did it just to like sell the fight, sell the fight and, you know, say something. I think he, he said, to beat his ass, bro. Jamar was like, I took it personal. I was like, relax, MJ. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy. Jamar. He was like, yeah, I took it personal, man. He's like, so, what did he write? He said, fights tomorrow, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just matter of fact <laughs> I, fight, I fight tomorrow guys I love my family see you there did you say that like I don't love my family yeah. like I don't have a family to go back to yeah exactly bro <laughs> and I was just like bro I was watching him just like dig in this guy's he's punching his left side his gloves coming out of the right bro <laughs> and I'm like Oh my God, dude! Bro. At a certain point, Jamar grabbed the back of his neck, yeah, held just, him there. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, poor guy. Man. I was like, holy shit! And Jamar boxes too. That's like, what I'm saying. He trained. Yeah, he, he trained. Like, trains. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was like, yo, what kind of mismatch is this, dude? The yeah, other dude, you could tell, mismatches. never trained a day in his life. The mm. worst matchup ever. Why would they ever do that to that know. poor guy? I don't know. That shit hurt. Yeah, looking at him, that shit was all bad, dude. Yeah, and Jamar's yoked. Yeah, bro. He's fucking, yeah, he's yoked, bro. Yeah, he's like, hood, I only do pull-ups outside in the fucking beach yoked. <laughs> he does pull-ups on the on the street signs, bro. Yeah. 
<laughs> the, hey, don't beat my ass way. tomorrow. I'm just, hey, I'm just, I'm just kidding, shit. bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, you bad funny, bro. Don't beat my ass seriously. You look crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, bro. But but man, yeah, man. I'm 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 back in Houston, bro. I've been here. I've been here uh for what was it three days now? And um fuck, I forgot how much like I, I took LA for granted uh uh a bit, you know, like the weather. One, the weather. That's the main thing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in LA now and I'm just like, bro, this shit feels fantastic. <laughs> like Houston is a swamp, bro. It's, it's humid hot, as fuck right now. Huh? Humid. And just, uh, it'll, it'll rain. And it's just like hot rain. You're just like, yo, this is, ain't what's up. Um, It's cool to be back with the fam, but I'm back here now. I'm, I'm, I'm back in LA. I'm just like, damn, I used to live here. And I, I was just like, Jake. Yeah. The world just goes crazy though. It doesn't matter where you're at, man. Did you hear about that yeah. shit with uh fucking the baby? Oh, bro. Yeah. I um damn, man. It it's a, it's so like uh it's crazy to like um how, you know, to talk about this the the angle of it because if like if you try to go about like, you know, well, I mean, it's this, this, and that. Then you come off as like, well, you're defending it and you're you're agreeing with what he's saying, mm-hmm. which isn't which isn't the case, but. You know, they're, it's a little aggressive. They're, they're, they're kind of like, they're kind of. I got to bring up what the fuck he said. I was, what was he at? It wasn't Lollapalooza, was it? No, it was, Um, what was it? What was it for? I forget the, um what festival it was, but he basically was saying, you know, put your lights in the air if, um if you don't have AIDS, if you don't have <laughs> HIV, right? Yeah. And then, and then he said, um, put your light in the air if. Uh, oh, this is what he said right here. He goes, during his set at the Florida-based event, the baby seemingly praised male attendees for not sucking dick after saying, if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases, that'll make you die in two to three weeks. Then put your cell phone lighter up. Yeah. And he was just... (laughs) It's so specific, ain't it? Like It's it's like, like, hold on, guy. (laughs) Yeah. And then the song he drops... You know, he, uh, uh, it's like, it, it seems so, oh, you got it? HIV, AIDS, any of them dead, essentially transmitted diseases, that'll make you die two, three weeks, put a cell phone like the hell. Lady, if your pussy smell like water, put a cell phone like the hell. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking nigga dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone like the hell. Let's be real about this shit. Really, it's the homie it's who the should home. be. He should be getting the most yeah. flat because, like, the ad libs are so unnecessary. <laughs> man, for real, some of y'all suspect, man, low key. For real, just, what if the baby's in the corner, like, hey, bro, shut the fuck up? <laughs> yeah, you making this worse, dog? Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to preach about some shit, but you make it ten times worse. I bro. don't get like why it was like mm. it was really specific of what he was like requesting of the the people who are lifting for up, real, you know. And I also like wanted to see the audience of like how many people had their hands up. You know, what I want to see everybody with them cell phone lights up. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I wanted to see who. You know, and then and then it's like, um, uh, like okay. So, aside from the actual incident, I the the idea of it being so cool or like it's the thing now to be offended. Mm-hmm. Like you just like like the the thing to do is to be offended. Like for for anything, something could be offensive. You know what I'm saying? We probably I probably said ten offensive things in this podcast already, <laughs> but. Um, yo, like it's the it's the context of so much of a person to really gauge like 
are they really being offensive? You know what I'm saying? I really like, and I'm not like super educated on this stuff. I'm just like, this is just genuinely like how I'm feeling of like, yo, like you, like, what are you really, it's actually cooler to be not offended. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's cooler to be able to take a joke. You know, it's cooler to be able to take in. A, a, but this one wasn't a joke, though. Okay, well, that wasn't a joke. You that know, like, a joke. I feel like if he was making a joke, a lot of people would be like, he's just being a dumbass, right? But he's out. The, the, the problem with it is, too, that he doubled down, right? Yeah. It, about his, his like, beliefs. Because uh-huh. I, I, he put out, like, a semi-fake apology after. Where? I got to refine that up, dude. Let me find that. The fucking, one that, like, his PR probably typed up? No, or? this is the one that his. So his PR typed something else different. But after he did his own apology. So yeah. He, uh, he basically said, uh, where is it? So he offered a pseudo apology for his remarks last week and is giving what is supposed to give music video. Don't fight hate with hate. My apologies for being me the same way you want the freedom to be you. Yeah. So it's like he's saying that he, listen, I, I, I think the problem with that is that he's a musician with a platform, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And everybody can, should be held, everybody gets held responsible for the shit that they say. Yeah. But when we have like specifically like I think people in the black community are very upset mm-hmm. because HIV and everything else has been an issue within the, like the black gay community. Mm. And so when he goes ahead and says that, it kind of puts like a green light on them. It's like, yeah, fuck these fucking gay people. Right. Mm. It's not what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But I think people are worried about the ripple effect somebody with that type of huge audience and power has. Mm. So when he does something like that and yeah, you can think whatever the fuck you want to think. Mm-hmm. And you could say whatever you want to say, because I'm pretty sure that there are some hardcore Christians out there that are like, yep, that thing is against God's will. Mm. He's a musician. You're in a musician space. You're not in a religious space. Right. So I think for him, he also has to understand the platform in which he says it allows for backlash. Yeah. Pretty sure if he said that, it probably in a hardcore Christian church, the baby, the rapper says yeah. it in a hardcore Christian church, yeah. nobody's really going to say much. Yeah. But when you have people who are the LGBTQ committee who supports his music, that pays for his bills, keeps his lights on, and he goes and says something like that, people are going to feel a certain way. Yeah, know? I feel that, bro. I feel it. It's um, It was, man, uh, yeah, I guess it, it it doesn't like really qualify with this one. This one's, this one's definitely a, a specific thing, which, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like his, his main thing that he said was so specific, bro. It's just like, why would you say those specific words together and and at at that moment because it's crazy because i guarantee now he's like fuck why the fuck did i say that (laughs) you know what i'm saying like why did i say that you know some of y'all suspect as fuck yo dj even though yeah even though yeah the the guy the hype guy he's like you know nobody's talking about him at all nobody's saying one word about that guy you know what i'm saying some of y'all suspect for real you know what i'm saying like and and um and and also like who was he really directing that to, like the baby? Like, who was he really like? Uh, like, yeah, it's just a weird thing too. Because the funny thing is, I heard like Ti backed him up. Yeah, Ti was saying, <laughs> um, you know, people should be able to. I mean, kind of the same thing that that the baby said. Like, you know, they should be able to speak, you know, how they feel. Because uh, oh, because they said they, he basically said if it's okay for uh, Lil Nas X to express himself and go, you know, go all out and and you know, it's kind of like. It's another thing about being offended, but they're like, why, why are y'all being offended? He's being himself. Um, it's, he's like, mm. use that same energy on, on the baby or somebody who is, uh, what are they, I guess. Or Lil Nas X, yeah. Lil Nas X, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's basically just like have that same energy. And um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I really don't know how to phrase what the hell I was trying to say. Because I think the biggest difference is the reason why that comparison to me just off the top doesn't make too much sense 
is because Lil Nas X is saying stuff in support of who he is. He's not condemning straight people for being straight. He's the baby's thing is he's expressing himself freely, but he's condemning gay people for being gay. You see mm. what I'm saying? So Lil Nas X is expressing who he is. Yeah. I'm gay. I suck dick. I do gay shit. Yeah. That's what I do. Right. If Lil, if the baby was going like, I'm a straight man, I fuck women, I like fucking women, and yeah. people are like, fuck you, yeah. then it would be a similar comparison. Right. Right, so right, right, right. That one to me doesn't make too much sense. If you would never put a dick in your mouth, put the light, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. So if gotcha. he's if he's talking about like being oh, like him being proud of being straight, yeah. well, either way, he still would have got some flack, I'm guessing. But that would be a more similar comparison because Lil Nas X expressing the fact that he likes men and he's sucking dick doesn't condemn straight people for being straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's making a stance of homosexuality being wrong. It's suspect as fuck. It's disgusting. It's gross. Yeah. That's what it's coming off as. Mm-hmm. And so for him, like I said, it kind of also goes back to who's your audience. You know, gay people listen to your fucking music too. Yeah. You know, they're out here fucking grinding and probably sucking dick to it too. So it's yeah. like- and then you go ahead and you alienate this audience who have been supporting you. People are going to feel a certain way about it. You know, mm-hmm. if he was off the jump starting off, hey, it's your boy, the baby. I don't fuck with gay people. Then I guess that's what it is yeah, since the yeah, beginning. Yeah. And you gain your popularity off of that. Then, yeah, then let's have a conversation about that. Right. But you were fine having all these people support you, do whatever. And then out of nowhere, your opinions about the gay community comes out. It's like. In the same coin, it's like you can say whatever you want. People also can respond the way they want to by the shit that you say. Yeah. So it kind of works both ways, yeah. right? So it's like a weird space. Like I, I don't like Ti even jumping in in the first place is like, bro, what are you doing? Aren't you too busy telling your fucking daughter to be a virgin? Like, bro, yeah, man. <laughs> testing her vagina to see if she's still a virgin. You fucking weirdo. Yeah. It's just it's just crazy, bro. That like you know words, bro. Like words, you put them in certain like combinations. Like we just talked about right now. If he would have flipped it this way, it would have been all right. But it's like it's just it's just crazy because it's like um, it's uh it's quick to just be like, all right, he's done. That that's it. He's, a I mean, he's not going to be done. He's not. You know what I mean? And he knows he's not. And 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 the way that he's playing it also is like one of those like, bro, just put the phone down, dog. Like, yeah, just, enough. You're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, also like apologies. They could go quicker. If you if if you're if you're really not gonna apologize, then don't fucking apologize. It just makes it worse. It makes it worse. Well, because my thing is like he ended up apologizing, and it's just like, bro, that you could have did that literally the next day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And sincerely, like on camera, and hold yourself accountable. The next show, you let them know, like you do a whole PSA. You know what I mean? You may be able to, you know, get through it. That's where it's like, well, people aren't perfect. No, for the longest he was just like, man, fuck y'all. Oh, this is this. I'm the baby. It's da, 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 da. and then ends up apologizing. You're like, bro, makes you look ten times worse. It makes it worse, bro. Like stick to what you're doing or just move on. But see, that's the thing too. It's like when once you start hurting somebody's pockets, they feel a certain way. You know, they're like, yeah. oh shit, like my money's disappearing. Yeah, what should I really fucking do? Yeah, or you could just shut the fuck up and then you just kind of move on, or you stick you stick your ground and that's it. Right. I have never apologized for any shit that I put out, bro. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. I'm so glad you brought that up. I wanted to say, like, you know, with your brand and everything that you that you've done, been on, and big networks and stuff like that. Um, of uh, during the time of, I mean, obviously, of uh, like, uh. Asian hate and, and those videos that you put up very passionate and very, you know, you, you really feel this way genuinely is, um, uh, does that ever like, does any, you know, anybody reach out to be like, Hey, kind of relax a little bit or 
Like, yeah, that- I mean, I know, I know a lot of people feel that way, you uh-huh. know, and there's a reason why a lot of like Asian Americans didn't say something until it was cool to say something mm-hmm. until everybody else came on this bandwagon. I was talking about it with, with the homie China Mac about it. Right. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> unless it was popular and people could really benefit from it, nobody really said anything. Mm-hmm. Right. But before that conversation was like, Hey, tone it down a little bit. man. Mm. Like, I get what you're doing. You don't have to be all out. But then suddenly all these like ABC, NBC networks were hopping on this bandwagon. They're yeah. like, yeah, I feel this way too. You pussy bitch made motherfuckers. You never felt this way about shit. Yeah. You were quiet because it wasn't important to you enough mm-hmm. for you to speak up about it because mm-hmm. you're a fucking bitch. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So for me, yeah, I never came up on this space to be famous. So fame is just a byproduct of me doing what I want to do. So if I'm famous from it, then I'm famous from it. If I'm not, I'm not. I don't really fucking care. Yeah. Like those videos blew up. They got millions of views. I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> I literally could fucking care less. Got you. And in fact, what happened was that a lot of people expected to see more content like that. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, where, where's this content at? Or they expected me to be this extra woke person. And they found out that I wasn't. Yeah. And they're like, oh, and then I gained like 200,000 followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then like 50,000 of them dropped. It's like, Cool. I don't yeah. want you here anyways. Yeah. I never really cared in the first place. Got you. So I can't make moves based on like, I just don't want to apologize for those things. I'll apologize for things that I genuinely fucked up on where yeah. I feel terrible. Got you. But if I feel like I just either made a joke joke and the joke was appropriate and it was laid out right, uh-huh. I can't be upset for the fact that you're upset about the joke. Got you. I'm sorry. You have every right to dislike it. As uh-huh. long as I did my best and did my due diligence to understand that uh, I didn't do it in a hurtful or harmful way. Mm-hmm. And it was just you out of like, I don't know, 98 people yeah. that were offended by it, then that's a you problem. Yeah. If, uh, if like 98 people were offended and one person laughed, maybe the joke wasn't funny and I was just being offensive. Right. You know? Okay. But that has yet to happen yet. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I was, uh yeah, I, I was always like, not always, but just curious about that. You know what I'm saying? Like you're very, you're very, um you know, uh, uh, outspoken in in a way of like, you're just true to what you, like who you are and what you feel. And you're going to say exactly how you feel, which is super dope. Um, I didn't know. I was actually like just asking for advice of like how, how much you can go without worrying about like, cause you know, like bro, Kevin Hart, the way he talks now is like, you know, he'll even break from him and be like, man, we have to say this stuff now. Like, I'm sorry ahead of time. And you know, and it's kind of like, you know, before before you what you're about to say, you have to like, you know, be PC and all these things. And I've never ever had that vibe from you. You just go off of like, yo, this is just Well, it's also because it. I'm also not Kevin Hart. You know, like Kevin <laughs> Yeah. The reason why Kevin Hart has his level of success is because he tiptoes really, really fucking well. Yeah. Even with his last special, right? His last special was what what was it called? I don't give a fuck or Yeah, Zero Fucks. Zero Fucks Given or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there was plenty of fucks given. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was very much teetering on everything. Like he wasn't really doing anything special. He knows it. Yeah. Like he knows it. I'm not saying his special was bad. There are moments where I saw that special. I laughed. I thought it was fucking yeah, funny. Yeah. There was like great funny moments. In I it. liked it. Yeah, for sure. But it wasn't, it wasn't like a Dave Chappelle zero fucks given. Yeah. Because Dave Chappelle might as well, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, uh, fucking Louis CK, yeah. uh, Tom Segura. They should call all their specials zero fucks given. Yeah. And even then at that point, Kevin Hart's special was nowhere near the level of freedom that those specials ever had. Any mm. of theirs prior before cancel culture, yeah. even after cancel culture. Yeah. So when he wrote, I think like he kind of shot himself in the foot with his special of people not liking as much by calling it zero fucks given. Yeah. He should have gave it a different title. People have enjoyed it way more. But yeah, you know, in yeah, his- yeah, that that was something that like I was I was peeping like the way that he was advertising it. You know, saying I, zero fucks given. I don't. I don't give a damn. 
and all these things. Da, da, da. And but it just it just kind of seemed a little forced. Yeah. Because it's like it's we, not we we clearly see that you give a damn. It's like it's like Dave Chappelle saying, like he was like on one of his specials, he was like saying about how Kev, you know, apologized. And then he, he and Kev was going on every interview show saying that I'm not gonna apologize anymore while apologizing. <laughs> same, you know what I'm saying? At the same time. You know, it's just it's just like it's like how safe or do you wanna be? How much do you really, is it really about your brand, about money, about who you are genuinely? It's just, it's just a, it's a, it's a weird like wave. And it's, it, it actually has me kind of like, do I really want this? You know what I'm saying? Because you, it's like, yeah. And you know, on the Rogan podcast, like Kevin Hart, always he put it well. He's like, I wish I could do what Dave Chappelle does, but Dave Chappelle is a single entity. Dave Chappelle only has to worry about Dave Chappelle. That's it. Mm -hmm. He, Kevin Hart has a bunch of employees under him. Mm. So when he does things and he has and it has yeah. an adverse effect, it, it's not so much about him. It's about the hundreds of people he employs. Everybody's out of a job if he fucks up on the social space. So he kind of put himself in a corner where he now realizes that, yeah, I, I have to be very careful about the things that I say, even if if it's with the best intentions, right? Because mm. like uh, Chappelle also put it in his stand-up set about uh, when he made that joke, he got... Kev got fucking roasted because of an old stand-up set where he said if he found out that his son was gay. Oh, right, right, right. He, he, tweet. Yeah, he'd break a dollhouse over his yeah. kid's head, right? Yeah. Which is clearly fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's exaggerated. Right. And the joke isn't about him being angry that his son is gay. It's him making fun of himself about not being able to deal with homosexuality. Mm. You know, it's the other way around. Yeah. It's not that he's admonishing gay people. He's making fun of himself for being a shitty father yeah. for not no, for not being able to deal with the fact that his son's gay. Yeah. That if you listen, he actually did that in a whole set. It was him making fun of himself. Yeah. But people don't want to hear that shit. They want to go ahead and grab that little fucking clip and yeah. Don Lemon wants to go ahead and mouth the fuck off about some shit when you didn't even see the full set. Yeah. Because you got, and everybody knows, like, I fuck with the LGBT community. I'm mad supportive of yeah. that shit, right? Yeah. That's why what the baby said was fucking mad offensive. Yeah. But, bro, I have gay friends and they saw that set and they were cracking the fuck up and they said the same thing. They're like, yo, he wasn't making fun of my community. He was making fun of the fact that he's a shitty father that yeah. doesn't know how to deal with the son being gay. Right. So, you know, context does matter and people can absorb it the way that they want. Mm -hmm. But for me, when I saw that stand-up set, I was like, he's not making fun of gay people. Yeah. Or that's how I felt anyways. Right. But, you know, like I said, everybody else can feel the way that they want and they're completely valid for it too, I guess. Yeah, man. How do you feel about uh, cancel culture? Cancel culture is just fucking dumb. Like, what are, you, what are you doing here? Yeah. You know, like, I think that cancel culture should just be like, if you don't fuck with them, don't support them with your money and move on. Yeah. But when you try to apply cancel culture to comics whose job is to go ahead and push like push boundaries yeah. and say offensive shit and try to make fun of it, you're kind of fucking up a realm where it, it was a, an area for all of us to feel free with our thoughts, right? Yeah. Whether we're right or wrong. Right. You, could, you could go right now, go online and go on YouTube and watch, watch this clip of Patrice O'Neill just being Patrice O'Neill with Louis C.K. Yeah. Louis C.K. says N-word with the hard R. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, as a, joking around with Patrice O'Neill, mm -hmm. right? And Patrice is cracking the fuck up, yeah. right? I'm not saying white people should go around saying that shit, yeah, right. but within the conversation of their friendship of X amount of years, right. they develop the relationship right. and they understand that they're joking with each other. Mm -hmm. This is what a lot of fucking comics do. Yeah. We joke around and we fucking roast each other all the time. That's exactly what we fucking, that's what I talk about. Like yeah. how I talk about with you, like there's, there's specific conversations that we can have, you and I can have uh, texting each other or like I hit you up, whatever. Like that's just, that's a conversation that we're having now. You know, this one we're recording, you know, what I mean, and we'll and we'll and we'll have, um, you know, some things that, you know, be kind of edgy or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like there's there's 
we're we're comedians. We're 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 um like I I guess I I guess I don't know. I guess the do comedians have a uh more of a uh what is it? A pass? A pass, yeah. I think comedians should have a pass when it's in the comedy club. When it's within the comedy club, as long as it was trying to be funny mm-hmm. and not harmful, mm-hmm. give it a pass. You don't gotta laugh at it. And yeah. if you don't laugh at it, it destroys the joke. That's all that it is. Right. So for example, we go back to that Tony Hinchcliffe thing, right? Tony Hinchcliffe's biggest crime was the fact that his the Asian jokes just weren't funny. Yeah. That's why it was offensive. It just wasn't fucking funny. Yeah. I've heard of plenty like Asian jokes that some Asians would consider uh, offensive. Uh-huh. And I thought it was fucking hilarious because it was delivered well. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So what are we talking about here, right? So as long as the joke makes sense and it's funny, then most people won't care. If it's not funny, then people will people are going to give a fuck. Like with the whole Shane Gillis thing, right? Yeah. We go back to that Shane Gillis clip. There's only like one clip of it on the internet. And this was the guy, if you guys don't know, Shane Gillis was supposed to be on SNL. He had a podcast. I believe it's with his brother or cousin, but they're basically making fun of Chinatown and saying like neuters and they're doing like a really terrible Asian accent, which, you know, as two fucking white males, you guys should know like the history with racism and white people and like how you guys make fun of Asian people about our foods and our yeah. accents or stuff. It's going to be a touchy, sensitive subject. Yeah. But if it's funny we're all good to go. Yeah. And Joe Rogan's argument behind that was that, oh, you know, comics always just work out jokes. There was no jokes in that fucking joke. Mm. Like, I'm good with it if it's jokes. But where was the jokes? It was mm. just them shitting on fucking Asian people saying our food is dishonest and it's fucking dirty. There wasn't any jokes. Yeah. Like, if they were did like, it's dishonest and dirty and a joke led up with it, mm-hmm. I was waiting for the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it didn't happen. It was yeah. like, oh, you just... You just said it. <laughs> yeah, you just said it. Like, it, like you just shitting on us. Like, yeah, bro, like, yeah. what the fuck is that about? Yeah. So when Joe says that, oh... When, when Joe Rogan looked at that and he goes, oh, yeah, like comics need to just work the material out. Joe, that wasn't a joke. That was a podcast. And he was having an honest conversation about what he thought about Chinese people in Chinatown. Yeah. So that's where people had an issue with it. Yeah. Doesn't take away from the fact that I think Shane Gillis is funny. Shane Gillis has some funny ass sketches online. Yeah. After I saw that clip, it's not like I was like, fuck Shane Gillis forever. Right. I'm saying in that moment, you fucked up and you got cut from SNL. You got your just desserts. However... You look at Shane Gillis' sketches online, they're fucking funny. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, like yeah. I can go ahead and say like, I don't fuck with your shit right here. Yeah. I'm not outright trying to say cancel him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I'm going to have an opinion about the shit that you put out. Right. You can't, you can't just pawn that off as you saying that it yeah. was jokes when it I'm really wasn't a joke. I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But so do I believe in cancel culture? Maybe to a certain extent, but when you kind of come at comics for being edgy and saying like, stuff that doesn't really suit you just because it offends you, you're allowed to feel that way. Yeah. But to go ahead and say, hey, at the click of a button, I could take away your life. Yeah. I could go ahead and make sure that you never That's have food the part on the table. that I'm like, I, I'm not really, I'm not like, I feel like cancel culture is just a community. Just a community with just, you know, they're, 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 they have like itchy, itchy assholes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You gotta scratch the yeah, fuck out of it. Yeah, bro. They, they just just a rim, all like like ingrown hairs on the rim of their butthole. Yeah. That's just like the the cancer culture. There's just a group that really try to like they're trying to get you out and just, yeah. and 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 you're done. Like you said, they click of a button, you just literally disappear. But my thing is like, I don't think that's that's like it's like it's like Eminem. You know, like, are you really gonna try to cancel Eminem? Because Eminem has his own fan base. His own stands, basically, that like I'm probably canceled to you guys and I'm canceled to cancel culture and I'm probably not going to have the same numbers. I know I'm not going to have the same numbers as what I did when I when I was back when Slim Shady, whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
bro, he can still sell out a stadium of his fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, do we really have to like feel like we're canceled or or Well, because people like cancel culture because it's people who enjoy feeling the small amount of fucking power. I did that. I was the reason why yeah. they, they can't have a career because these people are terrible. Yeah. And, you know, people might be fucking, I've heard this, I've said this a million times on this podcast, but it's just idea of human beings who are just fucking losers who enjoy a small little amount of power and they just kind of get carried away with it. Yeah. They love it. They love the way that it fucking feels. They love the fact that they're like, oh, okay, I'm over here. I'm just, I'm, I'm so much better than you. And I've said it before a million times, you don't, I would love to bring out the skeletons out of your closet. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> There's some like, I mean, you know, I, I I like some kinky stuff, bro. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie, dog. I'm kind of a, a a little kinky guy, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I I I'll own up to it, or I'll just be, you know, it's w- with my girl, whatever. But like, you just gotta just you just gonna throw that out there just because you just want to fuck with my whole like thing. You'd like, you know what I mean? Like just to end something, or like just to say. You know what I mean? It's just it's just something to to really be like, damn, like I can't really just live my life. It's virtue signaling. People love getting a pat on their back for, you know, pretending to do the right thing. Yeah. You know, and like I said, if you want to control what everybody says, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And in fact, I'm even okay with people doing fucked up and stupid shit as long as it's to your little small group. Yeah. Do whatever the fuck you yeah, want. Bro. I personally don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. You want to call like you know, Asian people, chinks and gooks, but you do it to your little subgroup and you don't say that to an Asian person. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Keep it in your small group and keep it in your fucking mind. And that's it. Just don't spread it to other people. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you'll get checked for it. Yeah. 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 I can't control what somebody does individually. And yeah. I guarantee you these people who always, you know, spout online about, you know, they virtue signal and they say that they're perfect human beings. I would love to just go through any of your fucking DMs, any of your conversations. Search histories. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah let's, let's talk fucking, about it. Yeah, yeah let's, let's let's see your Pornhub uh, uh, history. Yeah. That's right. You, you know what I'm fucking saying? my dad. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? What's up with that weird ass fucking search, huh? Man, bro. I um. Yeah. There, there's a. Uh, there's 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 some some people like some weird stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and it's like those are the ones who are canceled. Mind your fucking business, bro. Yeah, bro. Ultimately. Ultimately, bro, you actually will be better. You would you would feel better. You you wouldn't have so much pent up anger or like you know anxiety, all these things, if you weren't so involved with other people's business. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I'm not talking about stuff that, like I said, just to reiterate what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like if we're talking about social injustices that affect that have a ripple effect in everything that we do in life. Yep. These are these are different stories. Uh-huh. I'm talking about somebody says something that hurt your feelings. You know, they're not like demeaning to you. Right. It's yeah. just there's there has to be like a boundary. There has to be a certain point where you're just like, am I being too sensitive or is this actually a big issue? Yeah. Am I upset at this person because they had this conversation with their friends that I don't think that they should be having? Yeah. Let them just be them. Yeah. It is what it is. As long as they're not going out to spreading this hate anywhere else and they're yeah. joking with their friends. Right. And once again, I think it's because I'm always like particular about comedy because comedy has honestly saved my life. Being able to make fun of these weird and tough situations, mm-hmm. right? Being allowed to kind of joke around with these weird thoughts yeah. uh, that may not be, you know, uh, socially acceptable all the time, yeah. right? Has given me sanity yeah. because 
it allows me not to take everything so fucking seriously. Yeah. Because imagine what that's like. And a lot of people uh, like live like that. You guys take everything so fucking literal and seriously. You guys die on the inside. Yeah, man. And it's, it's uh, too hard. Yeah, it's tough, bro. It's tough. It's tough for 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 others because it's 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 extremely easier to just scroll past something turn your phone off or like turn the app off or whatever than to actually type out a whole thought out you know why this isn't okay and you need to be canceled all these things when it's just offensive to you when really people are just like you know uh uh i don't know it's just it just it just seems to me that like you know for me personally i could just i can scroll past something you know what i'm saying yeah. and just like keep it moving and it doesn't I don't want that type of energy around me. You know what I'm saying? So I like when uh like I get on my mom about this stuff. Like she watches uh Good Morning America and then she goes to sleep before before she goes to sleep, she's watching the news again. And it's literally just deaths, murders, uh this, that before like when she gets it eats up, you up when she goes to sleep. And I'm just like, yo, like you're 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 putting that into your your you know, into your world, into your your vibe, your whole energy. Like that's really happening. You're you're you know what I mean? You're starting your day off with all this negative shit that like trauma porn. People yeah. love trauma porn, dude. That's What's what it is. Porn? Trauma porn is people who literally look for stuff for traumatizing stuff and they feed off of it. Right. Mm. So for example, there was a filmmaker that got a lot of flack and it was this short film that they put out. It's supposed to be very poignant. And I think in this filmmaker's mind, they're thinking like, Oh, this is the reality of what slavery and racism was, mm -hmm. which we already see representations of this, like in, in the real world. Right. Mm. And, this filmmaker for shock factor and for trauma porn worthy stuff had, there was a clip where they took a young black child, put it into a pillowcase and this, and this racist white people, these KKK people are swinging it around in a pillowcase, oh. smashed this baby to the floor. Oh, why did you have yeah. to make a film about that? Yeah. I know why you did that because you thought it was going to be some shocking shit that was going to get you awards. And that's trauma porn shit. Yeah. People feed off of this type yeah. of stuff. We yeah. see this as a reality every day. We don't need you to recreate it in film because yeah. it doesn't do anything. Right. So when people wake up and they watch this news of people being fucked up, murdered and whatever, whatnot, Can't and all it. you're doing is tweeting about it and getting yeah. angry about it, but you do nothing to fix the problem. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I can't do it, bro. I can't, I can't watch. I can't watch. You know, I'm, I'm glad that Instagram has that blurry thing. And it's like, this, this is a graphic video. And all these things, bro. I, I'm good. I keep, I keep scrolling, bro. I can't yeah. click it and watch it, bro. Cause like it could be something, you know, somebody gets shot. Um, or somebody breaks a bone, like all these things, bro. I'm just like, I can't. It just, it just makes my stomach turn, bro. And and, and it's traumatizing, bro. Like you're watching the whole death on your phone. You like? I, I watched this video of um, it was this video years ago of during uh, it was after 9/11, and there was like these websites that were putting up two videos. girls one cup. No, I I still haven't seen that. I refuse. I refuse. That's the uh, first. That's the first traumatizing. That's at that <laughs> moment. I was like, I don't have to watch, bro. Anything y'all show me. There was this video clip of it was. Uh, I didn't know what I was looking at, but it was a guy who was in the Taliban, and he held it. I I believe it was like an American journalist hostage, mm. and then he sawed his neck off, head off. I did not expect to see that, and I still remember till this day hearing that guy scream, and then when he cut his vocal cord, it went. He was gurgling. And I, I, I was traumatized, bro, like shaking because yeah. I don't like to see a human being die like that bro. was insane. And I don't know what the fuck I was clicking, but it was a link that was going around. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I cl clicked on it. Traumatized. 
I, I can't look at shit like that. Yeah. Man. I don't need to see stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know that it exists. Right. I know this world can be a terrible place. Right. I don't need to hunt and look for those things in my life. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. Just show me, I show me some entertainment, some, 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 some TikTokers, even random prankers, you know, pranking people at Walmart, which is a whole other uh, world and genre that I don't know how I feel about it, but hey, they they they're doing it, bro. I know. You know what I'm saying? Just look up regular porn, bro. Regular porn. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? She was showing some ass. Regular consensual porn, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, do you uh is 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 uh this is a question that was on my sister's podcast. Um uh, uh shout out to uh uh ooh, this ooh, motherfucker cream, don't even know cream, his sister's podcast. Ice cream combo shop. Okay. Serving up serving up you flavors. That's uh, my sister's not podcast. Even, that's Shout, not out even watch. Shout out to Mia Sosa and Allie. Um, that's her podcast. So, and they're shooting it out of Creative Space Houston. Plugs, baby. <laughs> um, uh, my studio in Houston, Northside, off of 45 and 1960. Um, <laughs> so um, so uh, the question was, is a porn uh, considered, is watching porn considered cheating? Is watching porn considered cheating? Yeah. Nope. No. Why, why is it considered cheating is the question. Uh, I mean that that's that this was this was a poll that she put up and you know she had you it know it was like fifty fifty huh uh it was uh more like uh sixty forty you know but but yeah there were people there was like you know hell yeah she my sister had like not at all then the other one was hell yeah you know um but uh I don't think I don't consider it cheating I do I do think it's a little weird when I when you see like you know I remember uh I had a I I dated this girl man and the and the porn that she liked watching was like the five guys on one girl situation. God damn. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> like this makes me feel weird. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. You know, I don't think it's cheating, but it's like, what do you want? Like, cause this is what really gets you off. Like, yeah. you know, she's like, it's just so like, it gets me so, you know, whatever. And I'm like, so do you want four more dicks? Like yeah. what's, what's happened? Like what's, what's, you Did know, she? What I mean? huh? no, I don't know. Maybe you didn't ask her. No, oh well, no, I asked. Well, yeah, she was she was just saying, no, I just like watching it. She said, I just like watching it. It's so out of this world. That's probably like what she was she was saying, like it's so extreme. It's a lot happening. It's like, it's like yeah, that's the yeah, point yeah, that she yeah, watches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was just I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, I guess you're watching something so extreme that you do it. It's a fantasy type of thing, but it's like it was something that you want, or you you know what I mean? So like I I don't know if that's part of probably the 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 thought that you're thinking of like why it could be cheating is like do you want to understand? Like I, I would say this though, that's a conversation that you should have with your significant other before you make things serious. Yeah. Like you should be like, Hey, do you it's like, Hey, I don't like it when the person that I'm with that I'm watching porn, like it's watching porn. Mm. I was like, cool. That means whenever I'm horny, are we going to have sex? Yeah. Probably not. Are yeah. you going to give me a hand job? Yeah. I watch porn to save our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I know you're tired. Yeah. I know I'm tired. Yeah. So I just watch a little porn and I whack it off. And then we have a good night's sleep. And everybody's good. I don't want them. I don't care about them. Yeah. Like, honestly, what I don't even think girls know sometimes. You know, after that, we watch porn. We watch some shit. And then after we nut, we're like, this is disgusting. Why did I do this? Why am I watching this? Why am I watching this? You like, know what I'm saying? Who am I? Why would I do this? I get yeah. clarity. I could fucking do like fucking, I can make like plutonium now. Yeah, I, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I get mental clarity. Yeah, bro. It's but a, I, I, sometimes I just, I don't want to have sex though. Not because I don't think you're desirable, attractive. It's because we got to shower after. We got to get clean. It's just a whole ordeal. So I'm just like, thing. I could just shower, knock one out and then we good. Yeah, we good. Chill. Yeah, yeah man. I, um... I um yeah I actually I haven't even like 
I haven't watched porn in a very long time. And I think it's because of how much porn that I did watch. I think you I'm sick. Fuck, bro. I'm telling you, bro, at a young age, I don't know what this means. I would like to talk to a therapist about this. I don't know what it is, bro. But at, at a very young age, I was super horny on a different level. Like, I really I enjoyed being home alone, like because when <laughs> everybody I knew- get the fuck out. Bam. When I, when my mom, when they'd be like, okay, we're going to go to the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I'll stay home. I just like, right when they close the door, I hear the door lock. I'm naked. And I'm like going to be, you know, I'm I'm on the couch or I'm like humping this or I'm putting my penis, my pee pee on this. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know what it was, bro. Like, I, I and, and you know, I'm, I'm actually like, you know, I'm being uh, talking about this on a, on a podcast, but I mean, sure, this, this is real shit, bro. It's what I did. I was I was making, I, I didn't even know what a pocket pussy was. I was making my own, like trying to, you know, uh, put something to put my dick in. You know what I'm saying? I just, you made I, a fucking Fifi, bro. I would, I would, I would use a, uh, I would uh, roll up a towel, but then put a plastic bag in it. So where like you can, uh, like basically you're fucking in, in the, in the bag, or whatever, but you put lotion in it. I've made my own little makeshift fucking fleshlight. A lot of work, man. To, bro, I was creative, bro. That was that was my first creative space. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original creative space, Houston. When you go to his fucking place, too, it's galaxies where you see stars. That's just come, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. Those are just all come spots. Yeah, bro. Come on down. Hey, and then what's crazy is that that bro, the way the universe is, bro. I, I just really love like how God blesses me with these jokes that I can't even write, bro. Um, I, there's there's like four different suites, and the suite that they gave me was Suite D. Hilarious. I'm like, thank you, God. Why would you? Because, bro, my marketing that I'll be able to come on down 240, 1960, Sweet D, Sweet D, Sweet D. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like super, like douche, 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 douche. Yeah. You know. Um, but I've I've been like that since I was since I was young, bro. You even and, like that now? Um, I'm like that now, but it's more controlled, bro. I mean, yeah. you know, saying like, I, I know I, I can control it and, you know, uh, uh, I have that uh, Latino blood in you, fool, that you can't help it. Man, I don't know, bro, but I just, hey, some um, people are, I'm, I'm like the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I mean, obviously, when I was younger, I had that stint. Like, I remember I told the story in the podcast where I remember I'd be at the store and then sometimes some fine ass women would come through. It was my parents, it's a black beauty supply store. Mm. Got some thick ass women coming through. I'm very young. Yeah. And I'm like, I cannot focus. I got to go to the bathroom, knock one out. Yeah. So I could catch people stealing. Yeah. Because you know? right now I'm giving them everything. Yeah. You want this? You have it. You want this? You have it. Yeah. You know, I like the, um, I also like the, um, the thrill factor of like, we're in a movie theater. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, we're in a place where we shouldn't do it. You know? You jacking off in a theater or somebody's no, jacking you off? No, 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 no. I was like, because if, if I know it ain't the peewee situation. If you're jacking off in a theater, that means you're a fucking pervert. Yeah, no, <laughs> if somebody's no. doing it to you, you a G. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we'll definitely do it to me for sure. Uh, Pamela handing off land. Look at that. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. No, 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 bro. It's, um, yeah, yeah, man. It's just like, you know, uh, like I've, I've done it at, bro, I've done it at Runyon Canyon before. Like, uh, how'd getting, you do that, Runyon Canyon, bro? Like, uh, I I was with the shorty where you know she was down, and we just went off in a detour. bush, bro. We actually, which was so dumb, because you know you think that we can't see them, they can't see us, but that was so dumb because we went down. Everybody saw you, bro. Everybody, the entire whoever was at the top of the mountain, they saw saw you guys. What was fucking. going down? Yeah, for sure, for sure, broad daylight. Yeah. I got anxiety, dick, dude. I can't even do that. I remember the first time a girl tried to give me roadhead while I was driving. 
it wasn't happening. I was like, this is dangerous. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I, I, I can't make it do work, it. bro. I nope. make it work. My, Not my, me. I'm like, I look, I'm already Asian. I can't drive. And the fact that you're sucking my dick 10 times worse. Get the nah, fuck out bro. of here. My, my, I'd be like, you know, that, that, that SpongeBob episode where it's, Big toe pops out of his foot and like barely presses it. Like yeah. I got my toes out of my out of my shoes, <laughs> pushing. Like yeah, man. I, uh, I I don't know what that means. What what that what that term is. I just and that's I just, why like, this motherfucker cheats, man. <laughs> Anytime listen, he sees ass, he's just like I can't help it. Well, you know, I I now I am definitely he's like better. He's learned. I'm definitely uh, I I'm I'm so happy being uh like single for the for the reason of like. I really had to figure out what does that even mean when people were saying when they're like, um, I just need to learn how to love myself. Or, I just need to learn how to love myself or I just need to, um, you know, master being alone. I, I have to I had to really like figure that out. Like, what the fuck? is? I generally like did not want to be in a relationship because of my last one. I didn't want to be in a relationship. That was the only thing that was keeping me single. Because of the last one, I was like, I really don't want to do this shit again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then it started, it's, instead of like working against it of like, I don't want to be in one, it ended up being like, I want to be alone. I want to be single. I want to be able to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. I want to be able to not have to consider somebody else's feelings because of something that I want to do yeah. that makes me happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is who I am and I'm not denying it. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just want to be completely honest. And I found it to be way better, you know what I'm saying? To just like tell them like, yo, this is how I roll. This is how I am. Um, I don't want to commit to anybody. I don't want to commit to you. I want to just commit to what I got going on. And, and but you know, a lot of women fuck with that though. They're just yeah. like, you know what? I'm not looking for any commitments either. I'm just here yeah, to have fun. Because, you'd be surprised. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, because there's like this weird rhetoric that only guys are like this. Like, bro, it's people are like this. Yeah. A lot of people who just don't want to commit at a certain time yeah. of their life. Yeah. I think you were in a place too where you were in a committed relationship when you were in a commitment space to be in. Mm. And so it just fucked everything up. Yeah, man. And you kept on trying to be something that you weren't. Yeah. I'm not excusing your fucking disgusting behavior. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you know better, yeah. now that the next time you're in a serious relationship, you'll know when you're ready. Yeah. It's like, oh, absolutely. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And 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 it actually has to be like it can't just be oh because she's, you know, she's super attractive or amazing body. Like yeah. that was my my main thing, bro. Like that was my thing. Like when I was when I was back uh, uh you know, out here I always felt like I had to, you know, uh, be in the relationship with like the baddest chick that I've met. I'm like, okay, you're the one. Yeah. Cause, cause she's bad. You know what I'm saying? And don't mean shit. Don't mean shit. That doesn't, doesn't mean, mean shit. Anything at all. That's one. Two, I'm not doing a, a non funny girl anymore. I mean, I might do you, but I'm saying like, I'm not, I'm not going to be, I just cannot, bro. I can't fake laugh, bro. And if I do fake laugh, it'll be because, you know, uh, there's, I have, I have intentions, you know, I'm trying to like, where I have goals here, you know what I'm saying? But either way, you know, I don't want to be, I, you're going to be the, in my life forever. And like, I have to just like, really, be, I Man, know. So, like being with somebody that on the physical scale that is fine as fuck is always a bonus. Like yeah. to me. Like maybe it's because I've uh, like, I'm always personality based. Like I got to just be able to be around you. Yes. Like I could literally care less sometimes what you fucking look like, especially because look at your boy wearing orange socks and some turquoise shorts <laughs> and a white Killing tee. Killing it by the way. Let me tell you something, man. I don't give a fuck. 
right? Your socks are like little towels. Hey, so this is a company called Cozy Warrior. Shout outs to uh, my friends, Jeremy. They and definitely look cozy for sure. Oh, yes, they are. So this actually, if you guys buy socks, it actually helps people who are having trouble conceiving kids. And wow. uh, they actually, uh, it's a nonprofit and they actually donate money to people who are in the IVF process. Look at that. But also- I'm cute as fucking these. <laughs> Just to let y'all know. Yeah. But yeah, personality speaks so much because I have to be around you. Yes. I have to talk to you. Yeah. I have to have like a connection with you. And I, I, I say this, I'm not saying that people physically who are beautiful are vapid or they don't have any personality at all. Mm-hmm. But it's for me in my personal experience, you guys do have some personality, mm-hmm. but a lot of them, they don't. Because yeah. If they were beautiful their whole life, everybody told them that they were beautiful. Everybody gave them everything. They didn't have to have a personality. They didn't have to prove their worth for anybody. They just had to show up, smile, and then walk out. Which is a gift and a curse, bro. Which is dope for you. Yeah, it's it's great, but it's also like it sucks because they also know that if they if they're really like you know in tune with themselves, you know what's up. You know what I'm saying? And that's always a good thing when you when you when you can really look at yourself. Um. Uh. Those who are just like they, you know, I'm funny. I swear I am. I I'm funny. Everybody laughs at my jokes. Like, no, no, you're not. You're not. When you say that, that tells me that you know you're not. No. You just have to have this whole thing where, like, oh no, I'm funny. Oh, <laughs> trust me, I'm funny. You don't have to say you're funny. If you say you're funny, you're literally the most unfunniest person ever. Because funny people don't ever think that they're funny. Bam. They never do. They just think that they're just talking, and people just happen to laugh. Yeah, and that's just how it is. Listen, you just. A few years ago, I met one of my like crushes, right? Yeah. Not somebody I love. I love my fiance. She's mm. she's my real number one crush. I'm talking about like my like like before I met her, like somebody yeah. who Just I lusted yeah. after, right? Yeah. Like a celebrity crush. Right. Met this person, had like an hour conversation with them, and I'm like, "Yep, you killed it. Ah, you fucking killed it." That's what I'm saying. Because this person, as beautiful as she was, yeah. Had to constantly talk about how amazing she is, about how smart she is, because she's always trying to prove, oh, I'm more than just my looks. It's like, I just met you. Yeah. What is with this conversation? You have literally talked about yourself and how dope you are for an hour. Yeah. I barely got a word in edgewise. Yeah. Like this is this is how exhausted it is. You have so much weight on your shoulders about proving who you are right. without actually knowing who you are. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? It's like, I've done this, I've done that, I'm this person, I've done that. Yeah. Cool. Hi, my name is David. Yeah, like, what the yeah, fuck is up. this shit? Straight so up. there's like, there's the, you know, I, like once again, this is a very general blanket. Not everybody's like this, but I'm just giving you a few examples. There's like the ones that have no personalities and there's ones that are trying to overcompensate because mm-hmm. they know that they're beautiful. Right. But they just don't, I don't want to just be the looks. I'm also brains. I can, yeah. <sighs> like, and, and, and it's just, it's just as worse. I'm funny. And, I'm doing stand up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing stand and you've seen those people bomb. You've seen them bomb so bad. And 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 you're just like and oh man and and my thing is like I mean everybody's going to bomb in the comedy world but mm. you know it's just it's bomb just, consistently. Yeah, it's it's a it's a whole other thing, man. They're like the uh they're the versions of the guy comics that only do dick and sex jokes. Yeah. And those are the girl comics that only do like pussy guys want to fuck me jokes. Yeah. It's like that's and, and and I like giving head and it's like when it's in the back of my throat, I'm like, okay, uh breathing? Do we have do we still do that? Like it's like it's like what do you what do you really what what's what's the joke? Yeah. You know, what it's I'm like saying? I give really good head. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. So I'm I'm giving head and it's about an hour, right? I'm like still going. And I'm like okay all right dude those comics every time they go up i'm like please i'm here to laugh 
yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. fucking killing me please yeah, like don't man. do that i know that your fucking homegirls when you guys were sitting around drinking my ties were like you know what yeah you're faint hey well on the contrary all right on the flip side of that I I uh, I said this recently because um, I was really just peeping like uh, you know the the Olympics the um, the accomplishments of um, um, just women in general you know what I'm saying I'm really proud of my sister uh, uh, you know and 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 you know Allie her co-host they're really trying you know they're really not trying they're they're really they're doing it they've made a podcast out of my out of my place and and um, you know Simone Biles and Jordan Childs and Sue like that whole uh, 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 forever four I forgot the uh, the fighting four. You know what I mean? Like, like women have really been killing it, bro. And that right there is like, that's my new like little turn on. Like, like I'm like, ooh, that's sexy, bro. Like, of course, like accomplished women who kill it are, oh, are the fucking best. Because no, some some will get intimidated by it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, not me, because I'm looking like, hey, you trying you trying to take care of daddy? Man, <laughs> I'm like, bro. When I saw, I, I went to um. Uh, uh, you know, shout out to uh, to Michi, man. Michi, she she works over uh, with the um, uh, the USA Gymnastics, and she was over uh, working for Simone Biles and her gym and all these things. And um, she invited me over to, to the gym, the the Champions Gym that uh, Simone Biles has in Houston in spring, in the same area that my studio's in. Um, she uh, she has a gym there, and we're watching the live streaming of the the first um day that she made the decision that she's not gonna compete and we're just there we're supporting we're watching but when i saw the girls step up and i saw like jordan childs i was like girl like when man like i mean obviously she's a very attractive girl and she's very you're you're very pretty jordan i don't know if you're ever gonna see this but if you do um yeah you're there's a lot of guys are intimidated by women's accomplishments because that's just some inadequacy that they see in themselves you know when you're a boss and you see another chick boss up come on it's great man come on even on the flip side too because we're talking about you know like the female comics who have friends who tell them like hey you should be a comic guys have the same shit it's like this dude that's funny in a fucking group of their friends and they go up and they bomb and then they don't even know why it's like i'm funny to my friends it's like yeah you're funny to us yeah but you're not a comic yeah. That's just a fucking craft. Like yeah. being a stand-up comic is fucking hard. Yep. Like even I'm not a stand-up comic right now. And you know, that just scares me to fucking death. Mm. And I've done it for years. Yeah. It's hard fucking shit. Yeah, man. Like I always see the version of that. It's like that dude that he's probably like a really good looking guy. He was the popular jock. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, all my friends laugh around me. Like it's going to be really funny. Right. Hey, so like, uh, I'll give you a great example. I had this dude, I had a lot, I had this long conversation with him before in the past but I basically cut ties with him and I just call him a fucking loser. But he, uh, I saw him do stand up, and he was talking about he's like such a better stand up comic than me, which I don't know why you would ever say that. You know, I'm like, okay, well, let's see what you got. He goes up. First thing he opens up with, he does like a small Asian dick joke. Crowd is silent. It's like, get the fuck off the stage, bro. Yeah. Like, I know your friends told you you were funny. Yeah. You're not fucking funny. Yeah. And he sticks to it, tries to do the same joke. And I'm like, bro. This is not funny yeah. at all. Yeah. It's like, so I like to, uh, like, I have a nickname for my dick. Everybody's already like, my God, dude. Here we go. Get the fuck off the stage, dude. Yeah, man. What the fuck are you talking about, yeah. man? And everybody was drunk and they still didn't find him funny. It's like, come on, guy. Sit the fuck down, man. Yeah, This shit's hard. Like, at least, like, try to run your jokes by somebody. This is, It's a crap. And it's okay if you bomb. Like, mm-hmm. I bombed more times than I've been successful, but... That's never gonna be funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> straight up, bro. It's, it's it's I don't know, man. I uh, just just for me, it's just being um, 
as honest as you can and you know timing that also goes with it and then you know there's also formulas when it comes to delivering a joke but um if it's coming from a genuine place that's really my own that's my only little like secret as far as like stand up i'm just, just real. i'm just being real of what my my story is now i don't want to go super storytelling cuz i know that that is a thing and i i i, I that's that's like my um, my strength but if it is going to be a story you have to punch it up within the story you can't just be telling a story bro yeah cuz you're telling a, a story yeah it's a ted talk it's a it's a get to the point situation it's like what are we talking about you have to keep that thing punched up every other sentence you know what i'm saying and so um there's a there's a you know there's a it's, it's a it's a strategy you know what i mean it's but, hard man like and also too something that i used to do a lot when i was younger is uh, when I first started doing stand-up, mm-hmm. and I think every stand-up comic does this, is we get when we we don't feel like we're getting the laughs that we get, mm-hmm. we we start being inauthentic and and stop being genuine with this, our jokes, and we yeah. start getting loud and start being really hacky, yeah, because we want people to have a reaction. Yeah. And then when we get older, we're like, you know what? I am funny, yeah. Like the shit that I have here is enough. I don't need a you know fucking skew. Clownery shit. Right. Which, you know, if you're a physical comic, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I did that a lot. And I still have that habit now where I did that a lot in case I wasn't getting a laugh. Yeah. And sometimes you have to know you're enough. And if you're not, it's okay for people not to laugh. That's a big one, man. Yeah. Knowing that you're enough. Like yeah. when when you because when you see somebody um trying to be funny and you know that they are like they 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 really have what it takes to be a great comedian. You just see them really reaching or trying to be funny. A little it's loud that, screaming. Yeah, man. Like, and actually, you know what, bro? Uh, 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 I used to go to this this open mic called Marty's, and Marty was the guy who owned the the open mic, and it was literally a gym for for open micers or, or comedians to go, you know, uh, you know, try out their jokes, work on their material. And uh, there was one this specific time where I was performing, um, working on my shit, and he had two rooms. There's another room where there's another stage, and he was in that room. But he comes out when I'm while I'm still on stage. I think I'm finishing up, but um, or maybe I, I got off. Either way, he told me he was like, um, you know, you're 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 screaming. You know, you're really loud when you're on stage, and you're um, um, I don't remember you being that. You know, I, I've seen you a couple times, and I know you're probably trying something new. But he was like, just because you're loud doesn't make it funnier, dude. That's real shit. Straight up, bro. That's just and some I'm just, real and I'm shit. I'm over here like. Damn, and, and, and I'm a student of the game, so I love shit like that, bro. I don't get offended. I'm not in any place where I'm just like, "Would you?" Well, I got it. I got it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, but look how real that fucking advice bro, is. It's real, yeah. and I had to find that shit out the hard way. I had to look at old. I had to look at old clips of myself, and I'm mm. like, "Why the fuck didn't anybody tell me?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, they're laughing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I didn't have to do all that. The joke was funny. Yeah, you should have just delivered it better. You didn't 100%. have to scream. Yeah, one hundred percent, bro. It's crazy, man. Yeah, growth, dude. Growth. Shit. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. You guys can catch Chris at Chris Sosa. Uh, Cristino Sosa. Cristino Sosa. Yeah, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-O. Sosa. If you're out in the Houston area, you're looking for a venue to book out, whether it's stand-up shit, podcast stuff. I don't know. They got they got a cyclorama. They got all this other shit out there. It's honestly a dope creative space for you guys to go in and check out. He has very competitive pricing. And it's my boy, man. And you best believe we're gonna do a genius brain live show out there. So yes, bro. It's gonna be fucking fun. Dude, you hype, bro. I was so hyped when you when you like brought that up to me. You know what I'm saying? When you were like, yo, we gotta do a show. We do a, a live genius brain show. I'm like, bro. 
Fuck yeah, dog. Like it's We got to do that, bro. And I definitely look forward to doing it. We're going to do it soon. Bro, uh, definitely before the year ends. Oh, it's going to be this year for sure. We're going to we're gonna do a Genius Brain Houston show, so get ready for that. Chris is going to be there. I might fly out a couple of the other boys out. Ooh, you know, it's going to be so let's fun. Let's go, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. I would love that, man. Yes, definitely. If you are in the Houston area and you, you are creative and you need a creative space to work in, and uh, my place definitely... When you walk in, you feel that energy. It demands creativity. You Let's wanna, go. Yeah, bro, for sure. And um, you're going to love it. So let, let me know. Hit me up. And you can also follow uh, Creative Space Houston. It's called it's Creative Space Houston on, on IG. And um, follow us and check out what we got. Everything. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to toot my own horn right now. Every post that I've been posting with, uh, with the studio looks clean, man. It's it's fresh. It's you know dope. And make sure if you're on the Houston area or anything else, follow Chris. Of course, he's a stand-up comic. That's his main trade. So you got to make sure you catch his shows, catch the funnies. This guy's fucking hilarious. Yeah. See that show, laugh your ass off, and build this boy up. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate you for having me on, man. Amen. Growth. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.